welcome to the Transform Her Podcast, the show for single women who want to grow in their faith, live an abundant life as a Christian single. I am your host, Pamela Smith, and my mission is to inspire, inform, and empower single women all over the world to create an amazing life as a kingdom single woman. If you are ready to transform your life and get out of your own way and become that kingdom single woman God created you to be, then you are in the right place. Now, let's get on with the show. Welcome, ladies. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Hello, hello, hello. How's everyone doing out there in podcast world? I am glad you are joining us for another episode of Transform Her Podcast. I am your host, as it says, Pamela Smith. Glad to see you guys. How's everybody doing? How is it going? How is God blessing you? Just want to say, hey, 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 ladies. Caring is sharing. Share with someone. Let them know that we are here and on and pumping and moving for God at the Transform Her Podcast, ladies. So just coming on just having a wonderful day hope you guys had a blessed wonderful day as you're listening or whenever you're listening if you're listening in whenever you are listening <laughs> just let us know share with someone let us know comment thumbs up subscribe do all that you can do to let us know you're enjoying the podcast that is coming on well as always we're going to jump right on in and um Talk about what we're going to be talking about this evening, this day, this time, whatever you're listening. And it is about, we're talking about being unequally yoked. Unequally yoked. And and we're talking about in a way of talking about, as um, we always talk about being unequally yoked when it comes to um, a Christian person and a non-Christian person. Um, ladies, so but I want to talk about we're going to talk about both, but we're going to talk about also being a Christian in a Christian that is unequally yoked. Many of you may ask the question: Can two Christians be unequally yoked? Yes, you can, and um, it's important to know that, especially when you're single and you're getting started in dating and you're getting into relationships and this session and we're doing a series and the series that we're doing is has been dealing dealing with dating so um if you're not into dating it's still good to listen and get some understanding if you are dating and courting we hoping hope that some of the information we share is a blessing to you that it may can help guide you on your dating adventures that you can begin to date a godly way and not date the way that we dated in the world many of us um we talked about this before i'm sorry guys we talked about this before in some of our other episodes about um you know how we did things and dating in the world and how when we become saved we still carry those things over we haven't released them um so we begin find ourselves dating the same way we did when we were in the world and it doesn't work when you give your life over to the lord and you become a christian and you start dating it's different because some of the things that we did in the world, we can't, you can't bring them over. You have to start to look at things differently. We have to start, um, you know, walking and believing God and doing what God has called us to do. I made that mistake several times. You know, you find yourself in relationships, dating or whatever you want to call it. And you find yourself doing some of the same things that you did when you were in the world. And you're bringing over that same baggage. 
into the new. And you don't want to carry the old baggage into the new. That's not a good thing. So, um, talking about being unequally yoked and being unequally yoked as Christians. There are Christians and you can be unequally yoked with another Christian. Um, especially when you're dating. And it is possible. Um, it is just a part of finding out because both, both of you are on different paths. Both of you could be thinking different things, even though you're Christian. One of you could be on one path, one could be on another path. And then on top of that, unequally yoked as one, you're trying to serve the Lord and you're trying to do the things of the Lord. You're trying to do the things that God has called you to be and to do. And the other person, though they're a Christian, they come to church and they shout and praise God. They still have worldly intentions and they still try to persuade you into the world. And then they try to bring in the world intentions into the relationship as a Christian. And you're trying to focus on God. So that can become unequally yo because you're not on the same page. Just getting a drink here, but um, you're not on the same page, and it's important when you enter a relationship, um, not to enter it. And I always say, you know, I'm learning not to just date. We gotta learn how to date with a purpose. There's a purpose behind you dating and courting. Okay, so don't just enter a relationship because you just want to have that title of boo, boyfriend, girlfriend. This person is mine, and all that stuff. That's the wrong reason to enter in a relationship. Don't enter in a relationship for stuff because they have all of this. They look good. He drives a nice car. He has a nice house. He got a good job. You know, he's saying all the right things. You go over his house and it looks real nice and he's doing all the right things. Uh, and you really don't know his character. You don't know his values. You don't know his mores. So, you, you know, you don't date because you want the title. Okay. Date with the purpose. And that's the whole important thing to understand is to date with the purpose. And to look at yourself spiritually and look at that person spiritually and their spiritual life. It's key. I think, you know, sometimes we don't even look at that when we're dating. We meet someone, um, we're attracted to them. They're attracted to us. Men are visual creatures. Um, they say the right things to you in your ear. They give you the sweet nothings, but we don't look at their spiritual life until after the fact that we get into the relationship and we get so deep into the relationship, but we don't realize we haven't even talked about the spiritual side. We haven't even scratched the surface of, I'm sorry, of um, the spiritual side. So it's important to do that. Um, it's important to ask yourself questions. You know, does, does, you know, don't we, do we match up? Are we on the same level? Do we have the same beliefs? Do we have the same mores? Do we have the same standards? You know, just because someone comes to church every Sunday doesn't mean that, you know, their relationship was godly strong. Some people come to church just to check it off the checklist and say, okay, I went to church this week, check and keep on moving. And, you know, we, you have to begin to check on and, and watch that. You know, you may be the person that's coming to church because you're coming to church because you want to serve the Lord. You're giving your life over to the Lord. You're determined to do better with your life. You're determined to change and live the life that God has called you to live. But then you get attracted to a guy just because he comes into church and he's looking good. He's dressing good, smelling good. He's just throwing his hands up, praising God. But you're still not on the same page. He, You guys become unequally yoked. And you gravitate him and all the women are looking at him as he's coming in. Everybody's eyeballing, Googling, eyeing. Oh, I'm going to get him. I'm going to take him out. And find out that you guys are not equally yoked because you're, you're going one way and they're going a different way. So that is, that's the part of being unequally yoked. You're not on the same path, same page. 
So, um, asking yourself the questions, where are you spiritually? Are you guys spiritually the same, same thing? You know, are, are you on that spiritual level? If you understand what I'm saying, it's, it's so important to look at those things. It's okay today, but you got to look at all these things before you get involved. Because this may be your season of just being single. But if it's not your season and you find yourself in these relationships and dating, you need to look at it and see where are you spiritually. It's each person, um, you know, each person matures differently. Spiritually, we mature differently. Um, you may be mature in a mature Christian and this person may still be a babe in Christ. And what I mean by that is, is that this person, when it comes to a conflict, you know, you guys may be dating. There's a conflict. You have a discussion. This person gives a temper tantrum because they don't know how to have a conversation. They don't have a discussion. So they begin to give a temper tantrum and fighting, kicking and want their own way. And you're trying to be in deep conversation and try to rationalize and sit and talk. And they can't even sit and talk because they all over the place. That has become unequally yoked. Okay. And the Bible talks about that. And that is in second Corinthians, the sixth chapter. In the 14th verse, 2 Corinthians 6, chapter 14 verse. And I'm reading from the King James Version because I always want to read your scriptures to go with what we're talking about. It says, be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship have righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion have light with darkness? Now you may say it says unbelievers. Well, there is Christians out here that are still unbelievers. Um, they may be saved, they may be Christian, but they can still be unbelievers because they're still doing the things of the world. They do, they're still acting as unbelievers. They're still pursuing relationship just as if they were an unbeliever. So you don't want to be um, unequally yoked. You don't want to get involved with someone like that. You know, you're trying to do the things the Christian way. You may say, you know, um, you know, we may go out today, but I don't, I don't go out after a certain time. You know, if we don't go out by nine o'clock, I'm not going out. And they're trying to persuade you to say, oh, come on, we're not going to do anything. It's innocent. And try to persuade you to come out later. Or you may say, you know, I have a standard saying, you know, um, I'm not going to your house and you're not invited to my house. You know, we go out on a day, you take me to the door and that's it. And they wonder, okay, why can't I come in? Because I have standards. I'm not letting you in in my house because letting you in my house can open up the door to things that can happen that I don't want to happen, but they persuade you and they're sitting there talking and they're trying to get you to say, well, no, you know, everything's going to be cool. Nothing's going to happen. We're grown. We're adults. And you know, they're, they're talking like unbelievable because they're trying to convince you to allow them to come in the house. And you're looking at your watch like, you know, it's dark, it's late. I don't want to get to it because there's temptation. See, you have to know your strengths and you have to know your weaknesses when it comes to dating. You have to have your limits and you have to have your standards. You have to know when you do and what you do. You know, if your standard is no, I'm not allowing you to come in my house. Um, if you do, if we do come, you come to my house, you know, we're sitting in the living room. No, we're not going in my room and sitting on my bed. And they're constantly trying to persuade you, you know, no, let's, you know, what's wrong with going in your room? Don't you got a TV in your room? We can just sit in your room. We're just going to sit and talk. Nothing's going to happen. That's unequally yoked because you're, you're not on the same page. He's trying to convince you, you know, to do something that you're saying, no, I don't want to do that. And what we do, ladies, 
we give in because we want this relationship. We give in because we like this person. We give in because this is the person we feel that God has sent us. Well, no, because if God sent them, you guys would be on the same page. You guys would have the same standards. He would stop at the front door, shake your hand, kiss you on the cheek and tell you, you know, I'll call you when I get home and leave it at that. He wouldn't try to force himself in. He wasn't, wouldn't be trying to convince you. He wouldn't be trying to take what you believe and turn it around. No, you know, that's unequally yoked. Because if he was sent by God, he would respect your standards. He would respect what you're saying. He would respect what you're standing for. And both of you would be standing for the same thing. So we have to not, not give in. I mean, really, basically, it's not give in and give up your standards. Because you want to be loved and you want to be in a relationship so bad that even though he's a Christian, even though he comes to church, he's still walking in, showing attributes of an unbeliever and we look over it. God begins to show us the red flags and what we do, we ignore the red flags and we get involved and we get in these relationships and when they go south, now we're crying and we're asking the Lord, why? And the Lord is saying, well, why? Because you didn't listen. You didn't listen. So don't get don't put yourself in that situation. Know your weaknesses. Know your standards. If you know for you going out after 12 o'clock is not good, well, don't go out after 12 o'clock. Set a standard. If you know you shouldn't be texting after, and that, that becomes even the same thing. Um, texting can get out of hand too. Cut your text messages off. Stop texting after a certain time. Don't continue to keep texting all through the night because you start to text stuff that you don't need to text. What you wear, what kind of pajamas you got on, you know, you got underwear, what color is your underwear, you know, what, what are you doing? You start to text things that start to relate to the flesh and not the spirit. And when you do that, that begins to find, get you put yourself in a, in a series and a ball game that you don't want to be in. So if that person is asking you those type of questions, texting you those time not, you know, that could become unequally yoked because your your standards may be, you know, I don't text after ten o'clock. You know, um, we, whatever we're gonna talk about, we can talk about the next time we get together and meet. And leave it like that. So um being unequally yoked, and that's that scripture was saying, it's not just saying you know it's unbelievers, but it's also saying Christians that are living and walking in unbelievers. I want to say spirit, but unbeliever standards, you understand what I'm saying? They're still Christians, but they're doing things that they would do in the world. And you don't want that. That's unequally yoke. Okay. Also, the Bible talks about it in Amos, the third chapter, verses three and three. And that talks about how can two walk together unless they agree. I believe that's what it says. Can two walk together except they be agreed? So how can you date someone or court someone and you guys don't agree on the same thing? You know, there's conflict. You got to agree, you know, have an agreement saying, you know, if your agreement, your relationship is no sex until you're married, stick with that agreement between you two. If the other person can agree with that and they can't deal with that, then move on. You know, I've heard people and I've seen people say, you know, they won't even kiss a person while they're dating until they get married. We'll make that agreement. You know, if that person can go with what you say, and y'all have the connection and they both agree, we're not going to kiss until we're married. We're not going to have sex until we're married. That's wonderful. 
That's what you want. But you don't want no one to say, you're saying, I'm not going to have sex until I'm married. They saying, um, why not? What you waiting on? You're not a virgin. You know, um, I'm not going to be in this relationship, but we can't have sex. You know, I'm not going to stand around and wait forever and ever because I don't want to marry you. You see what I'm saying? So that you need to let go and leave it alone. And that's just not something that happens in the world. It happens right here in the church, in the body of Christ. These type of relationships with people are right in the body of Christ. So um, you you got to you gotta walk together. How can two walk together unless they agree? You got to agree. Okay? So, you know, it's just there are believers who just are living like unbelievers. And that's in their everyday life. And that is what we consider unequally yoked. Okay? And you, you don't want that. You don't. This It's very dangerous. It becomes very dangerous. Okay? When you are a believer and you're still walking in, unbelie- in unbeliever's footsteps. Okay? Um, you just have to be, be careful. Okay? You just, you just have to be careful. You got to make a decision if you want to be in this relationship or do you want to let this relationship go? Is this relationship worth it? Because sometimes God may be saying, this is not your season. It's the time and the season for everything. This may not be your season to date. It may be your season of singleness. You know, I always say, and you guys may hear it on all kind of podcasts and episodes, is that when you're traveling 90 miles an hour on a highway, you're not going to drop down to 60 to drop yourself down to this person's standards. No, if this person wants to be with you, then they need to catch up with you and go to, and go in 90. If they can't drive 90 and you both driving 90, then you're going to have to leave them in the dust and leave them there and go on about your business and do something else. So I, that's something I, I've, I've learned and it works and it's very important, you know, and you just got to, sometimes you got to have those standards, you know, man, if you're not going, we're not going on the same page. We can't, I can't deal. You see what I'm saying? I can't deal. You got to move on because it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Okay. As we said, you know, you're dealing with that person. If y'all in a conflict and y'all having an argument or you're talking about something and you have differences and that person just acting like a baby about it, you know, that's not equally yoked. You're trying to have a conversation, be mature about it. They over there ramping and raving and hollering and screaming and yelling. That's not equally yoked. You don't, you don't want that. Who wants that? Who wants to be in a relationship like that? So, you know, don't put yourself in that. And if you are in that type of relationship, you need to examine it and see if this is, if this relationship is of God, just because you guys go to church together and just because you're sitting together and just because you're looking cute together as a couple, but behind the scenes is a whole lot of mess because we do that. You know, we look good on the, in front of everybody. But then when we're by ourselves, there's a whole lot of mess. When you're by yourself, you're doing stuff that you don't want to do. You're doing stuff that they do in the world. And you're looking and saying, and you're feeling guilty. Oh, man, that's the thing. You begin to feel guilty when you come to the house of God. You feel guilty when you go in prayer. You feel guilty when you're alone. It's just you and God. And now you're feeling guilty and you're repenting. And you're saying, Lord, forgive me because I'm allowing myself to behave like an unbeliever because I want to be in a relationship with this person. It is not worth it because it begins to sever your relationship with Christ. Just like when Adam and Eve and, and they ate of the fruit, that relationship that Adam had with God was severed because of a sin. It wasn't as strong as it was at the beginning. 
So don't put yourself in that situation that you find yourself doing stuff you thinking God don't see, he sees it all, you know, and then you got to go back and repent because you're sitting there and say, oh my God, why did I do that? Forgive me, Lord. I'm sorry. You know, and you constantly find yourself, it's not a good place to be. It's not a good place to be. So don't find yourself in that situation because those things are unequally yoked. So if you, you guys can't agree, move on, you know, move on. Um, yeah, I'm just going to share some things that you may come across, um, that may be some signs that you are unequally yoked. And we just talked about one dealing with conflict, um, dealing with disagreement, um, dealing with this, you know, you guys are not on the same page when it comes to making decisions about important things. You're arguing all the time. You're fussing all the time. And I'm talking about Christians. I'm talking about two Christians, two saved people that are serving the Lord, but your levels of maturity are different. And, you know, one person is still doing things of the world and not acting like you need to act the way God is saying act. This is what we're talking about. This is the unequally yoke. So we talked about dealing with the conflict. Next one um, is the moral values. We kind of touched on that. You may, you may, you, you may have slightly differences in your moral values, and we all do. You know, there's some differences, but when it becomes a lot of difference of your values and your morals, you got to check that out. Okay, um, you shouldn't have two Christians shouldn't have your morals and values shouldn't be that much different. You know, we all have disagreements. We're not going to agree on everything. But there's some things that you still should have some of the same um, morals and values, you know, when it comes to marriage, when it comes to sex and different things like that. You guys should be able to have, you should have the same thing. If you run into people and you guys are not on that page, the same page when it comes to certain things like that, then you keep it moving. Keep it moving. Okay. Um, the next one is their relationship with God. You know, they may get jealous of your relationship with God. That's not equally yo. You know, you're trying to get your relationship and get closer to God. And they're getting jealous because you're spending more time with God and not with them. That's unequally yoked because they should understand and they should want to be in the relationship with you when you're trying to pray and you're trying to fast. And then they want to talk about, let's go out and eat a burger while you fast and, and why you doing all this. That's unequally yoked. Instead of them coming and say, you know, I'm going to pray and fast with you for this situation or whatever you're praying and fasting about, I'm going to touch and agree with you. That's being on one accord. That's being unity. That's walking together. But if you're trying to fast and pray and, and you're trying to seek God's face and you're trying to get a better relationship with God and they're getting jealous because they're fussing because you're spending more time with God and not with them, that's unequally yoked. That's dangerous. Get out of it. That is not of God. That is not what God is talking about. It's very, you know, that's an equally yo, you know, that he's, that person is just, how can you get jealous of me? And I'm trying to do the right thing. You see what I'm saying? So you don't want to get yourself caught up in that type of relationship and type of person. So yes, Christians can be unequally yo. Yes. You could be involved with someone. They could be a Christian. They can be saved. They can be going to church, but you guys are unequally yo because one person is still living by the world standards. They're still, bringing in the world standards while the other person is trying to live by God's standards. So we have to be careful when it comes to that. 
Okay, well, I thank you guys for joining us. Always before we close out, we always say our prayer of salvation for those who are out there that may not know the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as a personal Savior. And as always, you can repeat the prayer after me and, you know, find a local assembly after you say this prayer, find a church, get involved, ladies, and do what God has called you to do. So as you're praying with me, repeat after me, Heavenly Father, for too long, I've kept you out of my life. I know I am a sinner and that I cannot save myself. But by faith, I grace, grace, gratefully, I'm sorry, receive your gift of salvation. Your word says, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Acts, the second chapter, 20, verse 21. I am calling on you, and I believe you are the Son of God, and who died on the cross for my sins and rose from the dead on the third day. Romans 10, chapter, verses 9 through 10 says, If thou confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in thy heart, that thou shalt be saved, for with thy heart... Man if believe and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Thank you, God, for bearing my sins and giving me the gift of eternal life. Come into my heart and be my savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So you've reached the end of another episode of the Transform Her podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by our sponsor, Gethsemane Temple Full Gospel Church, 2050 Thomas Betts Parkway in Rocky Mount, North Carolina. If you are in the Rocky Mount area, stop on by for a more encouraging word. And if you love this podcast episode, please head on over to wherever you are listening on the podcast. If it's Google, the podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, subscribe rate and leave a review it will be much more appreciated and i thank you for joining us until next time god bless bye bye